filibuster, filibuster freestyle, filibuster, filibuster. Watch out for the filibuster. All right, ladies and gentlemen, filibuster freestyle. It is your buddy Gavin. Not sure if anybody saw my Facebook Live today from Logan Airport where it was snowing, but when I landed in Charlotte, it was 80 degrees and sunny, so boom. Hey, Caitlin Armstrong from high school, you told me to rub it in. This is rubbing it in. I'm officially rubbing it in. I live in a better place than you when it's April 2nd. Bam. (laughs) Mic drop. Mic drop, but it's the start of the podcast, so we can't do it. Uh, Cindy Harrington's voice was just heard. Cindy, how are you? How are you? I'm doing great. And uh, Dara Richie O'Brien is back from Philadelphia, which means it must be Southern Charm season and Southern Charm season five to be uh, to be accurate. Dara, how are you? I'm great. I am also. It's too cold in Philadelphia as well, so I feel Cindy's pain. And um, middle finger to you for being an eight yeah. degrees. <laughs> <laughs> weather. Totally fair. Um, but you know, this morning I woke up in Boston as well and my flight had to get de-iced. And then when I got to my apartment, like three hours and 15 minutes later, there were people sunning themselves in my pool. It was a really weird thing to be a part of. Uh, Anyway, um, Southern Charm, speaking of things in the South, Southern Charm season five. Um, before we get into that, Easter weekend is over, but the fake band name of the week comes from yesterday's inspiration of Dara's which was Easter meat sweats. Um, I had I had them. Dara coined the phrase. <laughs> I mean, it just felt too, too perfect. I mean, that is a great fake band name. It is. Easter meat sweats. <laughs> Easter meat sweats is definitely, they could be any kind of band too. They're just, they're definitely tongue in cheek. They're ironic. They know what they're all about, but maybe we don't, you know? <laughs> So that was real. And then I just want to talk to you guys really quickly because Dara is the mother of two children. Um, Cindy has a, go- a goddaughter who's also her niece who, before we got on tonight, Cindy was saying that her, her, her niece has the house party app. And I, and I just want you guys to know that yesterday my goddaughter, who's nine, asked me to text her. And she and I were texting for the first time ever earlier this afternoon. Um, and I just can't imagine being a nine-year-old and being able to text people. Wait, does Maggie have a phone? Maggie has an iPod, which I think allows her to use her iCloud account. She has an iPod touch, wow. but my niece wow. has too. Exactly. So wow. my nine-year-old goddaughter is texting, and apparently she studied, she's going to bed early tonight because she's taking the MCAS tomorrow, which is a standardized scholastic test. So things are moving really quickly in my world. Um <laughs> And it's not even my child. Um, speaking of the house party app, which Cindy doesn't really want her niece on, uh, I don't want anybody on it because we just tried to be on house party. And anybody who listened to the freestyle live from Boise, Idaho, knows that it betrayed me in the Rocky Mountains. But now back in Charlotte, it has betrayed me again. I'm on two different iPhones talking to the lovely ladies here tonight. So house party, I tried to give you props for the last year and a half. You are going backwards in my estimation. Some would say the podcast is too, so maybe we're kindred spirits. But regardless... <laughs> We're on the iPhones, we're on FaceTime audio, and house party, I can't give you any props. And to Cindy's goddaughter, niece, don't use it. It's a crummy app. Yeah, get off of it now. <laughs> <laughs> 
yeah, a lot of trouble can happen on the house party app, I'd imagine, if it worked. Yeah. All right. Not great. Last thing I want to get into before we get into the season five previews is well, there's going to be some real life catch up stuff because you guys do a very good job of following some of the Southern Charm folks um, during the off season, if you will. Um, but Dara, you sent, I believe it was you, maybe it was Cindy, I apologize on who it was. But Catherine Dennis and her two children were having some lovely Easter photos yesterday. And we just couldn't help but notice that her son, Saint, had both a tough haircut and a tough outfit, which I think is one too many tough things for a little boy to be in an Easter picture with his mom and little sister, or older sister, excuse me. Um, I don't know. Where do you guys want to start on that? Uh, I, I was just, look, I, I know that in the South, people dress their children when they get dressed up for like a holiday, like the girls always wear. <clears throat> like those smocked dresses that Kenzie always right. has on, you know, like, and the boys, they put them in like, sort of like, I don't know, these very like fancy kind of Prince George looking outfits. So yes. like, I exactly. understand like that is a cultural, you know, difference, right? However, there's no excuse for that haircut. I mean, as Cindy said, it, it, was, the, it was the Lloyd Christmas. It was a sin. <laughs> He does. He looks a little bit like Lloyd Christmas, a.k.a. Jim Carrey's character from a movie called Dumb and Dumber, which I feel I feel sorry attaching to Saints, not Saints' fault. It's not. It's not his fault. It's Catherine's fault. I blame her. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Cindy, this is one that you can weigh in on, I think, on the spur of the moment, which would be, where do we put Ka- uh, Catherine's parenting skills, and how shocked are you that they are wherever you're putting them? <laughs> Okay, Dara, as the resident parent, where how do you feel about the haircut, the outfit, and the parenting overall? Well, as I said, the haircut is inexcusable. <laughs> um, you know, there's just no, there's just no reason. Help the kid out. Um, and in terms of parenting, I think we'll see this season kind of how, <clears throat> you know, how she's progressed since last season. I'm rooting for her. I really am. Okay, so you're still rooting for her. I am. Why Why am I? Okay. I don't know, but I am. <laughs> That's totally fair. All right, and let's, why don't you, Dara, why don't you catch us up on some of the bigger developments from the end of Season 4 during the quote-unquote off-season of Southern Charm as we get ready to preview Season 5. What are the highlights? So many things have happened in Charleston since we last checked in on this crazy crew. Um, Craig and Naomi broke up. Which, which, by the way, not, not a shocker for those of us who, who really read body language well. It was not a surprise, but still sad nonetheless. Totally. However, I think that it is, um, I think it seems kind of evident that the gang wants Naomi in the divorce. Ah, well I mean, said. 
Yeah, I don't know, which that's, you know, that's tough for Craig, um, specifically. Um, and so we're going to see how that plays out. And then I, I feel the biggest subplot to this storyline is that Naomi got a nose job. And mm-hmm. as you two can attest, I was grief-stricken over this. <laughs> I, I was so sad. I thought she was so beautiful and interesting looking with her other nose. And yeah. now she just looks basic. It's just, I wish she didn't do it. Yeah, see, I think this might be a filibuster freestyle exclusive in that we're going to, we're not hammering Naomi for getting a nose job. We're hammering the fact that why try to look like every other pretty general American woman when you have some kind of like exotic thing going with your nose, right? Like, right. like yes. she, she kind of had a schnoz, but like she was, I'm just going to say it, incredibly attractive despite the fact that she didn't have like a perfect post-op nose, which made her actually way more interesting and more attractive and more exotic, which I would think one would want to go to, go for if they're trying to become famous beyond the show, right? Which they all clearly are, right? right. So, yeah. so you need to be distinct, not the same. And as Dara said, basic. So, you know, no shame in somebody trying to make themselves look a different way, whatever, it's your nose, but I just, we're just mad that you did it because you didn't need to. And we think you actually might've hurt your brand, girl. Yeah, and I just felt like she was more, I thought, in my mind, like, she was just, like, a really confident, self-assured person. So, like, to go to the trouble to change your nose, which is the most prominent thing on your face, like, you're changing your face. Like, let's not forget, like, when Ashley Simpson got nose job, she was, like, a completely different person. Correct. So, it's like, you change your entire look. And I just felt like, I thought she was just more confident than that. And self-assured, so maybe that's why I'm more most disappointed. Cindy, any thoughts on on uh, the Naomi angle for in terms of that that piece of it, or, or did we cover it? I fully concur. It's incredibly disappointing if you know if she did it from a look standpoint, which I think people always try to argue is for medical reasons, but most of the time it's really not. Um, but yeah, fully concur. It's 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 a bummer, but you know. What are you going to do? She's young. She doesn't know. Right. I do like the take that, that, that I didn't even think about this, but it makes total sense that, that the gang, if you will, took Craig in the divorce. I'm oh, sorry. took Naomi and Naomi in the split up. Um, I don't know if Craig even really wants to be in that gang anymore. I mean, Craig barely wanted to be in that gang last year. He started sewing and became tighter with Gizmo than ever before last season. And speaking of which, what, what is to come of Gizmo in the divorce? Um, He's with Naomi. Really? Yeah. Her cat, right? Is Craig gonna be? Is Craig gonna be okay? I think Gizmo is like literally his best friend. Now all he has is his sewing machines and a law degree, though he passed the bar in the off season. That's a well. big. That's a big one too. That's a big one too yeah, because that that took like three seasons. It did. We were, we were all invested in that for God's sake. What's amazing is law school takes three years, but passing the bar usually doesn't take like an additional three years. But somehow Craig made that work. So that was interesting. Um, all right, let's talk about any other things to get caught up in. I mean, obviously, it sounds like Chelsea and Austin on the reunion show mentioned they, they were not dating. I don't think they got back together during the interim, correct? Yeah, they're, they're not part of the off-season developments. I don't think that there's enough there for them to, to be included in the list. But I like them both. Uh, sure. That, yeah. Cameron had a baby in the off-season. There we go. Okay, and, what, and the baby was a boy or a girl, I forget. 
a little girl named Palmer, who is a precious little cherub. She's very <laughs> cute. Um, and her Instagram account, which was great before, is really, really connects with it as a mom <laughs> because she is very funny, very real, and uh, she's just cracking me up. She had this one, like, Instagram. Cindy, did you see it where she was in the... TJ Maxx parking lot. Oh, eating Chick-fil-A. that's my favorite one she's ever done. It's hysterical. <laughs> I was dying. It was like, <laughs> it's amazing. What is it? Can you guys tell us? <laughs> yeah, she's like in the in the Chick-fil-A parking lot or in the TJ Maxx parking lot eating Chick-fil-A, and it was like her first time out of the house without the baby, and she was like, "Guys, this is the most magical moment of my life." I'm eating Chick-fil-A. I'm about to go hit up TJ's. I don't want to go home. Don't make me go home. She was like crying. It was so funny. It's, um, it's amazing. And then TJ Maxx actually commented on it and said, we're glad to be here for you, Cameron. Oh, nice. No way. That's awesome. Yeah. Props to their social media team. Yeah, fantastic so- use of social media, some viral marketing, all good things. Well, yeah, I think that's what we're going to get to Jason. Mm-hmm, good point. The only way to, Jay, to get Jason on is to get Elvis on because every time that she posts anything that you guys have showed me of Cameron's husband, Elvis is almost always involved directly. Yes. yes. Hashtag not our dog, but it is. <laughs> also, can we, can we meet the neighbors? Like, who are the neighbors who loan this dog out to Cameron and her husband at all hours? <laughs> who knows, but... They, they seem pretty interesting. Yeah, I mean, they seem pretty chill, I would say. Yeah, I mean, what, what are they serving over at the other the other house? I mean, clearly, what's his name? Jason is the husband, Cameron's husband? Yeah. yeah. He, he's clearly giving the, the dog some type of uh, sirloin or hamburger or something grade A, because it ain't kibbles and bits he's coming back for, right? So so we'll see how that one shakes out. Um, yeah. And then speaking of marketing... Uh, and speaking of dogs, we got our man JD, who apparently Oof. is going to make a nice big segue. Thank you. So speaking of meat sweats. Speaking of meat sweats and and sweaty <laughs> late night Instagram pictures, and the failed Gentry Bourbon business. It's our buddy JD, JD Madison. And before we get into the scene, I want to remind everybody that somewhere towards the last third of last season, <laughs> I basically gave up on this show. We did a podcast about it saying that essentially we just skipped the end. We did the reunion because that's more interesting anyway. And then we basically did a pod on Can Andy's Cohen Save Southern Charm. And I, I'm on the record. You guys both were there. I told you both, I think I'm out. I think I'm out. And then I forget which one of you it was, but you sent the three of us plus Dara's husband, Dan, a trailer, a teaser for this season from Bravo TV, which is called Naomi Olindo calls out JD Madison and I watched it and I whatever I wrote essentially was like I'm back in we have to do a preview show <laughs> it was so shocking and we've seen some shocking dinners with this group yes sir yes ma'am um, excuse me I mean legendary scenes that will go down in television history but Naomi 
giving zero Fs and calling out JD at a dinner table for philandering and basically abandoning his wife and children <laughs> to go out and like bang 20 year olds all over Charleston. I, my mouth was on the floor and she was so nonchalant about it too. Like she did not, she didn't care at all. Nope. She was, it was amazing. I cannot wait. Correct. Cindy, your thoughts on the dinner scene? I, I concur fully. It was, uh, very unexpected that she would be the person to actually call him out and bring you know bring him on out on all his uh, extracurricular activities for sure. Uh, but she did it really well, and Chelsea seemed to also have gotten in on it too. So I'm excited to see those two team up and see what trouble they cause. Sure, absolutely. Yeah, I hadn't realized that Naomi. And even Chelsea were that close with Elizabeth. So yeah, who knew? Right? Who knew? Yeah, That's they did. They did a really good job of, I guess, um, having that those that relationship. They never they never really showed us a ton about like how Elizabeth's life was going from her point of view, and certainly JD, um, he's kind of been riding coattails for the last four years. It's kind of, I mean, we're on the record on our past podcasts saying. He's kind of the voice of reason at some points. I think last year he was the only angle for entertainment. I think we've given Elizabeth props in the past for trying to get Catherine to show up for stuff or trying to get, you know, T-Rav to do some things they didn't want to do. I mean, these people have been nothing but kind of the crazy zany and JD side, but like kind of the glue that holds these vapid losers together. Um, And now they're like, "We're we're out of material. Let's take the gloves off and let's show them what's really going on at JD and Elizabeth's house. And it was pretty much the only thing because a new character wasn't going to get me fired up. Like Austin, Chelsea, they're great. And now we know them. And I hope they do some dumb stuff or funny stuff or crazy stuff that makes me drop a jaw. But the only way to get me motivated besides, and we'll get into this before we go, T-Rav's new lady friend is somebody I already know blowing my mind. And Naomi at that dinner table accusing him of multiple multiple transgressions. Uh, yeah, open, open my eyes in a way that I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can't ignore that. It was too juicy. It was just, it's going to be great. Now, when do they show that? Well, that'll yes. be interesting. That like, is my ultimate said. question for you two ladies is, is that a dinner scene that they usually do from the very end of the season? Is that at the beginning of the season? Or is this going to be a small blip on the radar of a season that is so explosive that they could waste that teaser and leave plenty of meat on the bone? What are your thoughts on those three choices? Cindy, go ahead. I mean, I hope it's the latter of what you just said. Yeah, me too. Um, However, I worry it's going to be maybe built up throughout the season Mm -hmm. and we have to kind of hang in there for a while and maybe it will be boring, but... I don't know. I, I hope it's just, yeah, right off the bat, and then maybe, you know, we keep rolling with that all season long. That'd be nice. Dara, what yeah. do you think? What, what's your what's your thought process? There is something satisfying about watching, like, having something teased in the beginning and then building to it all season when you know, like, kind of how it's going to turn out or what's coming. Like, I like – you guys don't watch Vanderpump Rules, do you? 
Yep. <laughs> of course. Yes, of course. Of course I, I do. do. I love you. Um, so... It's just like watching Sheena talk about her boyfriend this whole season, Ugh. and you're like, you already know they're broken up, and it's like, yes. so it's like watching a train wreck. <clears throat> so I wonder if they will like tease this, and then we'll see kind of like the cracks like all season, mm. and then it'll like lead up to this dinner scene, you know, or like people will be alluding to it mm-hmm. all season. That that is interesting to me. Yeah. That being said, I hope it. I hope it's just like one you said, like one little small blip in the grand season. That's right. Going. Like it would be absolutely yeah. amazing if that was maybe the tertiary arc, right? Right. Yeah. Now let's just get into this because I promised we would, and I don't want to forget. But there is this little matter of a fiery redhead named Catherine. Um, her, her two-time baby baby daddy, Thomas Ravenel, who's also not an incredibly sane character, especially if you follow his social media. And then he has a new lady friend who I know nothing about. So let's, I don't know, Dara, why don't you start with the lady friend? Who is she? Cindy, you can obviously pipe in too. I have no idea. And then let's just speculate on how things could probably go wrong. Well, the new lady friend, I did some Instagram deep dive uh, at some point in this last year, she named, her name is Ashley. She's from Santa Barbara. Okay. Mm-hmm. She is a nurse, I believe. Um, Correct. And she she's smoking hot. I mean, she's a total ten. Um, I mean, obviously, you have to question her mental capacity if she's dating T. Rav, but you know, physically, she is an attractive person. Um, <laughs> and. She relocated, I guess, for him. I know they were, like, on and off, and then they were back on all of a sudden, and she relocated to Charleston. So I'm really excited because we've never, like, we've never seen this before. I would also love to see Catherine date as well. That'd like, be I would great. like to see Same, what that yeah. looks like. Yeah, so I'm just interested because the two of them, like, having seen their whole relationship play out publicly, now we get to see, like, the next chapter, which is them being with other people, and, like, how does that look? And it's going to be fascinating. Cindy? Totally agree. Um, She seems to have been a friend of Landon, interestingly enough. I think Landon was the one that set them up. Mm. Um, Interesting. Yeah, because Landon lives out there now, and I don't know. I don't know what their connection is. Um, But, yeah, and she just posted recently she got her nursing license transferred to South Carolina. So she seems to be all in, and it will be interesting to see what happens. So you bring up one more interesting thing, which is Landon's gone, which Cindy— Hallelujah. (laughs) <laughs> there you go. She she got it in one word. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking that when you said that, Cindy, like, oh, yeah, Landon. <laughs> yeah, Remember the dolphin's her? gone. Like, oh, she was the worst. And the I worst. think she'll be missed. I think they, they continue without missing a beat. Yeah, okay. Well, I tell you what, as Landon's star potentially fades, the chances of her being the fourth member of the Southern Charm podcast team for the filibuster freestyle increases. So <laughs> I'm going to stay neutral for now, but I, I do I do agree that we're probably going to add by subtraction on that. And I'm sure she's glad to be out of the limelight because they just couldn't figure out a good way to use her in a positive way. She kind of always came off just – I mean, the way she came off when they went to Key West – 
Um, trying to like hit on uh, Austin was just bad look. Yeah. Bad look, you know. Yeah. Wasn't yeah. good. Hey guys, we went an entire podcast preview podcast without mentioning Shep Rose. What is that? I know. Say? I was just thinking that. Well, he wasn't even, uh, to my knowledge, even in that dinner party scene. If he was, he wasn't saying a word. Do you guys think it's because he got his own spinoff, and therefore they don't really want to tease him, or do you think it's just because? Uh, we're in, I mean, he was a focal point last year, and it stunk. Um, how did show do? How did relationship do? I don't know how it did from a ratings perspective. I did not watch it, actually. Um, not a good sign. Just, not a good sign. Yeah, yeah. It's usually something that would be right in my wheelhouse. It's like a Bachelor-Southern Charm combo. But, um, you know, I uh, my cousin was supposed to be on it. And That's at right. the very last minute... Uh, did not make it on, and so I, you know, solidarity sister, you know, I stand with her, so. Totally fair. Uh, I did not watch it. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, Shep, Shep, do you guys think Shep has a chance to to be a breakout star and re, reclaim his status, can, or wait, no? Can I just say something, because I did watch a little bit of relationship, oh, I'm good. somewhat ashamed to admit, um, and Landon was on it, and like totally came it first of all introduced him to one of her friends and while they're on a date she came and like interrupted it so just so you know her annoying state transcends all bravo shows all mediums bravo. all mediums um but he like i didn't watch the end but i know like he initially was like thinking two girls and then like ditched both of them and like went to a girl who left early um, cause she had to go back to her job. Otherwise they were going to fire her and they dated for two months and they broke up in true Shep form. <laughs> yeah. Relationship indeed. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm but also, can I, and, and sorry to keep interrupting you're, you, Gav. You're fine. On the, um, in the dinner party, I feel like it's when they're on vacation somewhere. Mm, okay. Just mm-hmm. in the setting and the scenery of everything, I'm just kind of sitting here thinking about it. So I wonder if Shep didn't make the trip or if that comes mid-season because that's kind of when they went to, like, Key West before for Cameron's birthday, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, it did look tropical or okay. something. They were at, like, a table type thing. So, for instance, maybe Elizabeth didn't make the trip and J.D. did and they decided that was a good time to kind of call him out because, mm. you know. Good thinking. So yeah. let me go back to just really quickly JD for a minute here, guys. Um, the big, the hardest thing I find to believe in Naomi's accusations, and by the way, she got she got a last name this year. She's Naomi Alindo um, because the clip says Naomi Alindo calls out JD Madison on the BravoTV.com uh, teaser. So you know you're moving up in the world, and you know you've ditched Craig when you've got a last name to go with your first name and your new nose. Good job, Naomi. Moving on up. <laughs> Change the nose, got a last name. We'll see how it plays out. Um, but she calls out JD and says that he's, as Dara said earlier, uh, you know, being familiar with 20-year-old females. Well, I don't even believe that they're 23 and under because JD is like 45 at, at minimum. Um, we've seen how disgusting he looks after a night of dancing in Charleston. Charleston's a pretty small town. Where do you guys fall on the believability scale of 20 to 23 being anywhere close to the women that he's allegedly philandering with? Because I'm way high. I'm like 29, 31. No. I, I think it's younger than that. I feel like your wheelhouse for making bad decisions 
is in your mid twenties. So I'm going to go median age 25. Okay. I agree. I also think he has the notoriety of being on Southern charm and that is a demographic that would know that. And, you know, girls are kind of ruthless like that sometimes, especially at that age. Oh, that's some, that's some real talk on the freestyle. That's some real talk on the freestyle. I don't know how well we trend in the 25 year old female market. So I think we're safe, but, um, either way, hashtag facts only ladies, you'll see as you get older that, you know, maybe you'll look back gentlemen too, uh, that your mid twenties, you weren't as mature as you thought you were. Let's put it that Absolutely. way. Let's put it that way. Mature. Um, and you know you're getting old when you say mature and think it's funny because like that's what old people say. But you're like, but my hair's gray. Anyway, uh, I had one more thing. Crap. Oh, okay. Yeah. Of the characters that definitely took a more prominent or new role last year, so that'd be Naomi. That would be Austin. That would be uh, well, certainly JD and Chelsea. Um, who do we think is going to have the best season? And obviously, three out of those four are prominently featured in that dinner scene. But who do we think is going to have the breakout season, good, bad, or indifferent this year? Naomi, 100%. We're going to see her as like a newly single. She like bought a house and renovated it. Did she open a restaurant too? I, I don't know. She's like, I think her parents good. did. I think that was her parents. Oh, yeah. So, I don't know. I think we expect, like, big things from her, and I think it's going to be interesting and refreshing to see her not in a relationship that she clearly doesn't want to be in. Yeah, okay, fair. Cindy? I, uh, yeah, I would say Naomi probably. Chelsea is also a full cast member this season. Right. Like, she's going to have a, you know, an intro and be on all the promos and stuff. So I'm kind of, I like her. I think I like her friendship with Catherine. I've said that before. And I like that she's also teaming up with Naomi. So I'm kind of interested to see what she gets up to as well. And I hope she leaves Austin in the dust. (laughs) Well, as you, as Cindy and I talked about over the weekend off, off microphone, obviously, (laughs) um, there's just no shot for Austin and Chelsea right now. I mean, no. he is, one, several years younger than her, and two, newly famous. Are you kidding me? Bad time to go into a platonic relationship. Number two, she's got her crap together. She's a bit older. Even if she wanted to, like, do the famous thing, I feel like she would play it up to, like, go after the, not an A-lister, but, like, some type of B-list celebrity versus like, or date like some like starting quarterback for some mid-level NFL team versus hanging out with some frat boy who's trying to make out with chicks and sell beer. You know, I mean, they're just different parts of their life. It was a cute little way to get them both kind of going last year, but they're just, in my mind, there are two ships crossing in the night and six, seven years from now, if they want to make a real go of it, go for it. But I feel like Austin's probably going to settle down like eight years from now and Chelsea's already going to be way past that. Yeah, I agree. I mean, okay. you could just look at their houses and tell that they were not yeah. compatible. Like, he, I think, had a roommate and had, like, one beer in the fridge. It was the saddest apartment. And then, like, yeah, did we had, see like, a his beautiful butt, like, right at the beginning of the season? Yes. Forgot about that. One of our first intros to Austin was him jumping into the shower. His butt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. And we didn't see Chelsea. So, I mean, right there, you just see who's willing to do what to get famous, right? <laughs> Excellent point. But yeah, anyway. Like I w- a beautiful house, too. 
too. Yeah. And it was super homey. And uh, I mean, yeah. So they're just that, that, that says it all. Those right. two. So I think yeah. she will leave him in the dust, but I don't think it's going to even be spiteful. I think it just is what it is. Sure. All right, ladies, uh, anything else that we got to think about here? I mean, because if the season's good, I'm up for doing some reviews. Um, I really am. I can't believe it. one little minute teaser got me back in, but it, it, it showed me an arc that I didn't know was possible, which is we're going to make J.D. the bad guy, and we're going to make Naomi, like, the, the S starter, and I'm ready for two people to step up into those roles who aren't Thomas and Catherine. Such is the beauty of Southern Charm. Yeah. Totally, totally. Anybody got anything else? Was that good right there? I think that's where we leave it. All right, well, we'll yeah. probably be able to check in very soon on some season five, mid, mid-season, or early season progress. com. Look for the show notes. Follow us on Instagram, gosh darn it, and uh, Facebook. And as always, please go to iTunes and follow us and leave a review. Make it a positive one. Help people find the show. Dara, thanks for being on. Thank you for having me. It's been too long. It has, but something tells me you'll be back very soon. Cindy, thanks for being on, too. No problem. Thanks for having me. All right, ladies, hold on for a minute. We'll catch up and um, maybe make plans for our next trip to Charleston. And everybody else, enjoy the evening and enjoy Season 5 of Southern Charm on Bravo. Bye.